We've got the latest news and rumors from the winter meetings as the Cardinals continue to look for a catcher. The Oakland A's have reportedly changed their tune on what they want for Sean Murphy, while Wilson Contreras is still available through free agency and is an outfielder from overseas a possibility for the Redbirds. This is Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in St. Louis, and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. Now, you can follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio. Also, you can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. I want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Find us on YouTube. If you're going to watch us on YouTube, make sure you like and subscribe. It really helps the channel grow. And be sure to comment. Interact with us. Hit that notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So business picked up at the winter meetings on Monday, where you had Trey Turner going to the Phillies on an 11-year, $300 million deal. Reigning AL Cy Young Award winner Justin Verlander headed to New York. He's going to be on the Mets, two years, $86 million. You had Jacob deGrom going from the Mets to the Rangers, five years, $185 million. Some other deals that went on today. Josh Bell was with the Padres, heading to the Guardians on a two-year deal. Lefty Andrew Heaney with the Dodgers last year. Pretty good when he was healthy. Uh, he's heading to the Rangers. He's going to go there with Jacob deGrom. Uh, the Phillies keep on spending as well. They have signed former Mets pitcher Taiwan Walker to a four-year, $72 million deal. And then arguably the biggest name that uh, got signed today was that of Cody Bellinger, the former NL Rookie of the Year, former NL MVP. Career and his stats have started to sink like the Titanic over the last couple of years, but he got a one-year, $17.5 million deal from the Chicago Cubs. So I, I don't know how Cardinal fans are going to feel about that because we know how good Bellinger was a couple of years ago. But, man, is that a hefty price tag? $17.5 million just to see if he can hit because he hasn't done that very well the last couple of years. Uh, there was a false report by John Heyman. This was kind of funny that Aaron Judge was going to the Giants, and then when he tweeted it out, he spelled his name Arson Judge. <laughs> so now the internet is having some fun with that nickname and giving Heyman all sorts of hell for it, which they should, because like, how do you jump the gun and screw that up and announce that Aaron Judge is going to the Giants and then pull it away like two minutes later? That's crazy. Uh, the Giants did land former Mariners outfielder Mitch Haniger today, though. That did happen. Three years, $43.5 million deal, but nothing on Judge yet. And nothing new on the shortstop market or the catching market. Just a, a lot of speculation and rumors thus far. So here's what the top MLB insiders are saying about the Cardinals and about their catching targets. So we're going to start with Sean Murphy. Um, we know the Cardinals aren't the only team competing for his services. Okay, uh, According to Nick Picoro of the Arizona Republic, the Diamondbacks are now among teams interested in trading for A's catcher Sean Murphy. Pecoro notes that the revelation comes as somewhat of a surprise given the presence of primary backstop and former Cardinal prospect Carson Kelly, who was part of that Paul Goldschmidt deal, if you guys remember. Uh, he also adds that at least eight teams have been publicly linked to the Murphy sweepstakes. The acquisition caused figures to be astronomical. I also read that perhaps the Cubs 
might be interested in Sean Murphy's services as well. So you've got teams like the Diamondbacks, the Cubs. We know about the Guardians, the Astros or somebody. And, of course, the Cardinals as teams that are going for Sean Murphy. The question still is, what exactly do the A's want in return? And we kind of got some clarification on that today. So Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic reported that the A's are looking for major league players, not prospects, in any potential deal. Now, that came out today, and it kind of threw a lot of us for a loop because normally the A's are looking for young, cheap prospects in exchange for more expensive veterans, okay? That's just kind of been their MO. They have a certain type of player in trade that they have in mind where it's usually like um, a couple of top prospects and then a couple lower mid-level kind of guys. Uh, usually one of them has to be a pitcher. I don't it's it that's kind of what they've done for a while now. And we saw this from Ken Rosenthal. And I promise you it took about 15 minutes before Berkey over at Locked on A's starts blowing my phone up and he's asking about different trade scenarios. Uh he's wanted Mason win this whole time. But now you have this report where prospects maybe not what the A's are looking for. He brought me a different trade. And the trade that he presented to me was Lars Newt Bar and Nolan Gorman for Sean Murphy. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to throw this trade up. There you go. For the uh, for the people on YouTube right now. For my folks on YouTube. Podcast audience, here's what I, here's what I got. Gorman, we're going over to the BaseballTradeValues.com website again here. Uh, Nolan Gorman worth uh, a trade value of 33.5. Newt Bar worth 32.8 for a total of 66.30. In exchange for Sean Murphy, who is worth 51.3. And, um, you know, obviously the Cardinals, according to this, overpaying a little bit, right? But that's kind of what you have to do when it comes to trades to get your guy. You know, that's just how it works, okay? The Cardinals are pursuing Sean Murphy. The A's aren't like, hey, we want new bar. We'll give you Sean Murphy for it. You know, that's, it's the other way around. You know what I mean? So he asked me if I'd be in on something like this. And my response took me, I don't know, maybe half a second. I was like, yes, yes. I'm in on it. Do I want to trade Lars Newbar or Nolan Gorman? No, I don't want to trade them. All right, I'm going to take this down now from uh, the YouTube screen. I don't want to trade these guys, but I really want Sean Murphy. I think he gives the Cardinals the best chance to win a World Series in the next couple of seasons. Some argue that they don't think Murphy is that special behind the plate mostly because of his career 236 batting average, which is fine. You can bring that up if you want. All right, 236 is not great. But just let me point things out here. He came up in 2019, age of 24, his first year in the pros. Played in 20 whole games, hit 245, all right? Then it was the COVID year, which we don't put a lot of stock in, but he hit 233. Then in 2021, his first full season as a big leaguer, he only hits 216, but he swats 17 home runs, drives in 59, and wins a gold glove. Again, first full season in Major League Baseball where there wasn't a pandemic going on. Last year, his batting average jumps to 250. He pops 18 more dingers, drives in 66. His OBP goes up. His slugging goes up. His OPS is up. His OPS plus goes to 120. 100 is the league average, and he's at 120. He's a gold glove finalist. Doesn't win the gold glove, but he's a finalist. It's not like his play fell off that much. The guy is really friggin' good. 
And remember, he's at a position where offense is not all that common. It's not easy to find an excellent offensive catcher. There's just not a lot of them roaming around, okay? So for catchers last season who played in over 100 games, he ranked 12th in batting average at 250. The leader was Alejandro Kirk with the Blue Jays, 285. So it's not like there's these guys hitting 305, 310, 315. 285 was the high, okay? Home runs, he's sixth. RBI is fourth. Led all catchers in doubles with 37. He tied for second in hits. Fourth in walks, sixth in OBP, ninth in slugging, seventh in OPS. And when you're coming off of a season where your catchers hit a combined 209 with nine home runs and 48 RBIs and an OPS plus of 68, adding someone like Sean Murphy's offense and on top of that is elite defense is huge. It would be huge, you guys. He's the best all-around option that is available right now. And personally, I'm willing to give up a young slugging infielder because I don't know if you noticed, you already got Arenado at third, Goldschmidt at first, Edmund at short, Brendan Donovan can play second. I already have those guys. I have a gold glove infield, an infield. have all, They've all won a gold glove in the last two seasons, all four of those guys. I already have that in my infield. And then with Newt Bar, has his stock ever been higher? I mean, as much as we like Lars Newbar, the guy, the clubhouse person, you know, he's awesome. The energy, you know, grind the pepper. That was his thing. Like, fantastic guy. We love him. The guy's a career 260 hitter. He's never hit double-digit home runs at any level since college until this year. His metrics of baseball savant show him to be an excellent hitter in 2022. I'm going to pull those up for you, too, because... It is impressive. It is very impressive. And it's looking at this is why somebody like the Oakland A's would want him or the Toronto Blue Jays would want him. You've got a ton of red on there, which is really, really good for our uh, podcast listeners. Barrel percentage, hard hit percentage, chase rate. We know he takes walks, so his walk percentage is great. 98th percentile. He's solid in the outfield, can play all three outfield positions, has a cannon for an arm. But will these offensive numbers, these metrics that I'm showing you right now on the screen, will those hold? His July and August numbers were very, very strong this past year. They were great. But he, like a lot of the team, fell apart in the end, hitting 188 in September and October. And he was never one of those prospects where, um, you know, like he was a top prospect. You know what I mean? Like, I never saw that he cracked the top 30 ever, ever in the Cardinals' top 30 prospects. Doesn't mean he stinks or anything like that. I'm just saying, he's never been thought of as like some special top-of-the-line prospect. He had a strong start to the season at Memphis in 2021, but besides that, he was pretty forgettable leading into this year. Now is the time you move him when his stock is up here, when it's high, right? He's peaking as far as what his worth is to other teams. Like, nobody wanted Lars Newbar when the season started. Nobody even knew who he was, hardly. And now you can move him for a starting catcher? I mean, come on. You've got Alec Burleson, who's been a much more accomplished hitter and a higher-rated prospect, waiting behind him, also a left-handed hitter. 
You've got your number one prospect and a guy who many think could be the NL Rookie of the Year next year if he makes the team, and Jordan Walker waiting to play right field as well. So you're dealing from a strength, and then you don't have to move Mason Wynn, which is what everybody was getting mad at me about because I'm willing to throw in Mason Wynn to get somebody like a Sean Murphy to be my catcher for at least the next three years at a reasonable price with his production. Where do I sign? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to make this trade. Now, Buster only tweets, the Cardinals are said to be very, very motivated buyers in the catching market. Duh. And they have a long history of making deals with the athletics. He then links some of the deals over the years. Uh, and we brought this up when Berkey and I were talking with Locked on A's uh, 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 just, what, a week or two ago about a possible trade for Sean Murphy, where I'm like, dude, we, the A's and the Cardinals have had a good relationship as far as deals over the years. They've made deals for Matt Holliday. Mark Mulder, Mark McGuire, Dennis Eckersley, Todd Stottlemyre. The Cardinals have sent guys over like Stephen Piscotty, who was, remember when his mom got sick and they had to send Piscotty over to so he could be with her uh, while she was ill? That was something they worked out together. Uh, the Cardinals traded Willie McGee. Remember, they traded him back in the day when he uh, ended up leading the NL and hitting. The A's were going to the playoffs. Cardinals weren't doing anything. They traded Willie McGee to the A's. Now, Murphy isn't the only name that's getting attention from the Cardinals, obviously. We know that there's a, a certain gentleman who played in Chicago named Wilson Contreras, who uh, has also been rumored to be somebody the Cardinals are interested in. So I'll have the latest news on him coming up next on Locked on Cardinals. BetOnline.net, number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every single professional and amateur league out there. They've got it for you, you guys, from football to basketball, soccer, esports, NHL. It's all at betonline.net, and they're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix on whichever sport you're interested in. World Cup is something that I'm not a big soccer fan or football fan. That I'm not normally into it, but World Cup comes around, and I get into it. I start watching it. I saw Spain get upset today. Crazy stuff, right? And you can bet on these games. I mean, if you... You saw what Brazil did yesterday, and you want to put some money on them? By all means, go for it. Uh, you've got another week of NFL that begins on Thursday with the Raiders at the Rams, who just grabbed former number one overall pick Baker Mayfield off waivers from Carolina, and rumor is they might start him. What? You're going to start? You're going to pick him up on Tuesday? He's going to start for you on Thursday? How does he know the playbook already? I don't know. Raiders only favored by six right now. I might, I might put some money on that one if uh... – if I'd be so inclined to, to put a bet down, that might be something I'd do. Uh, head to the website today. You can use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So now that we've covered the Sean Murphy side of things, let's swing it back over to free agent catcher Wilson Contreras because we've got news here too. Early this afternoon, John Heyman tweets out that the Cardinals remain among favorites for Wilson Contreras, looking toward a longtime star of main rival for possible Yadier replacement. David Kaplan from NBC Chicago tweets, I'm hearing long-term deals, five years or more, have been offered to Wilson Contreras by both the Cardinals and the Astros. Meeting with Cardinals GM and manager near Contreras' home in Florida last week went extremely well. Manager Ali Marmel was interviewed today and confirmed that the meeting did happen. John Denton 
Got this quote from Ali on Contreras saying, Wilson is a very good competitor. We talked about loving winning, and this is a guy who loves to win. He wakes up thinking about it, and he goes to sleep thinking about it. We've seen that quite a bit from across the way. Denton also spoke with uh, John Mozeliak about Contreras and whether or not the Cardinals have the financial flexibility and wherewithal to meet his demands, and Mozeliak responded with, Boy, if I say no, that I'm in trouble in a lot of ways. Look, I would think where we are positioned right now, we understand the financial commitment something like this is going to take. Denton later tweeted, One snag between the Cardinals and free agent Wilson Contreras, according to a source, the cards were willing to meet the financial ask, but they're hesitant about going beyond three years on a deal. So far, a fourth year on the contract is a deal breaker on both sides. So that's the latest from what I've seen. So we know the Cardinals are, are big on their prospect, Ivan Herrera. Okay. They, they know that it's going to take a couple of years before he's going to be ready. And they want somebody to bridge the gap between that. Right. Um, Wilson Contreras cost you money. It's going to cost you that second round pick and the $500,000 in international bonus money. Whereas Sean Murphy is going to cost you whatever the hell the A's are wanting right now. Cause now we're not totally sure. It could be major league baseball, like players now that are already in the league. It could be prospects, could be guys on the verge of it. We don't know. We don't know what the other teams are, are offering yet. And here's the other side of this. What if nothing happens with either of these guys? What if they get outbid by other teams? That could happen too. It could. And then it's back to Blue Jays, Jansen, Kirk Moreno. Which one of those three do you want? Christian Vasquez through free agency or uh, some other free agents like Mike Zanino, Tucker Barnhart. You know, there's a couple other guys out there. But I just, the way things are starting to happen. You know, as a, as you slowly start to see things and people talking about Cardinals and catchers and shortstops and all that stuff even more, the more that, to me, barring some drastic trade or contract offer that is so extreme that the Cardinals can't match it, I'm putting on all my money, all my money on the team getting either Murphy or Contreras. I don't think Mo wants it to fall beyond them if he can help it. Doesn't mean it won't happen. I'm just saying... That just seems like those are the two guys, one or the other. And we just don't know which one's going to go first. Uh, as far as the shortstops go, um, we didn't hear too much today. We just heard more teams saying like, yeah, I like Xander Bogarts and I like uh, Dansby Swanson. But nothing nothing much really came out of that. I'm still not sold that they're actually in that market as much as things were made to sound like they were yesterday. Um, I ran a poll for the listeners and uh, asked you guys, who would you want between Swanson and Bogarts? And it was a landslide for Bogarts. Uh, over 75% of the vote went to him. Uh, but I don't think anything with these guys gets figured out until this catching situation gets done first. And that's been their, the Cardinals' number one priority this whole time. And they've said that repeatedly. And here's the thing, is if they spend their free agent money on Contreras, I would assume that would take them out of the mix for any of the top shortstops. But if they trade for Murphy and they just use prospects, then they still have whatever money they were going to spend. And perhaps that opens up the door for a high-paid shortstop or a starting pitcher or some bullpen help to come walking into the equation. What about an outfielder? You know, they, they've discussed a desire for a veteran bat. 
uh, a hitter from the left side. They've mentioned that. What if that guy that they sign or are interested in didn't even play in America this past year? We'll talk about it next on Locked on Cardinals. The Cardinals have never shied away from going outside of the States to find talent. I mean, that's where they got Miles Michaelis from, if you remember. And that has worked out pretty well, you know, uh, barring the injury years. Um, he's been good. Uh, of course, we all remember Sotoguchi, yeah? And how much fun he was on the team in the early 2000s, helping the Cardinals win it all in 2006. He ended up winning two rings, actually, because he was with the Phillies in 2008 when they were the champions. Uh, there's a star Japanese outfielder named Masataka Yoshida that is now available. Just happened today. He'll have 30 days to sign a deal with an MLB team. According to Jeff Passan, there is significant interest in the 29-year-old who this year hit 335 with 80 walks, 41 strikeouts for the Oryx Buffaloes. Now, I'm going to guess that this guy wants to start wherever he signs, okay? I can't imagine he wants to come over and just ride the bench and be a backup player. So I'm not sure if the Cardinals are a fit for him at all, but Jeff Jones did point out that Sotoguchi, who we were just talking about, was his outfield coach for his team in Japan. So maybe Sotoguchi whispering in his ear, saying, hey, St. Louis was a lot of fun, man. I had a good time there. Now, he's not a big guy. 5'8", 176 pounds. That's what he's listed as. But to go with that 335 batting average, uh, by the way, left-handed hitter, uh, he hit 21 home runs and drove at 88. Again, this is in the Japanese league, so take that for what it's worth. But is he someone the Cardinals would have interest in? I don't know. I don't know, but it's a name that popped up and people are talking about it. So now you have the information. You know who he is in case you're ever asked about him. All right, let's check the phone real quick to see if we got any other updates from anybody. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Nope. Everything that I'm getting here is about, this is about the blues. Okay. <laughs> so, um, well, here's one. The Cardinals have signed Guillermo Zuniga, a right-hander last with the Dodgers. Was signed as an international free agent in 2016 and spent six seasons in the Braves and Dodgers organization. So there's that. I don't I don't know who the heck that is, to be honest with you. Don't know much about it, but there you go. Breaking news. <laughs> We've got somebody. There's a signing. It's not somebody that uh, we're all that familiar with, but hey, there you go. Uh, thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and at JD Sports Radio. You're the best fans of baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked On Cardinals. 